and this is your friendly neighborhood podcast about living in Iraq. Where we both lived for combined 11 years. That's right. So we know all the things. Except for the things we bring in the guests for. So this week, our topic is wasta. Which is um, a Kurdish word that's hard-ish to explain to Americans because it means so much more than how we can define it. Because there isn't an actual word in English that is a one-to-one translation. I mean, in English we have words like favoritism or... Nepotism or... Or like social debt maybe would be kind of the closest thing. Where, like, you owe someone for something. I usually explain it as, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine, or whatever that phrase is. Yeah, or, like, yeah, social brownie points, Mm -hmm. where you get some sort of exchange of goodwill. But it's kind of one of those things that is just so ingrained in Kurdish and Middle Eastern culture that it's almost indefinable. It covers a lot of things. It's very, very broad in what it applies to. Right, because it can apply from for everything from, like, government things that you need to have done to, like, classroom management to just interpersonal relationships where... Like stuff with neighbors. <laughs> right. You have this relationship with this teacher that you feel like, yeah, we're friends. And then you don't do something that they ask you to and they stop talking to you and you can't figure out why... It probably has something to do with WASTA. It's probably one of the most challenging things for Westerners and Americans to really apply well and, like, fully grasp. I felt like my whole time there, I kept learning new things and, like, seeing how it applied to a new area of life Mm -hmm. that I hadn't realized that WASTA was connected to. Right. I feel like, to some extent, I grew up in a community that kind of practiced WASTA, but not said as such. Right. I mean, that's... Like, it's unacknowledged. That's the thing. In American culture, we do have this kind of favors and networking, we call it sometimes, Mm -hmm. or, you know, those things, but we never... We don't call it out for what it is in the same way Kurdish culture does. Right. Yeah, like, if I invite you to my birthday party, but you don't come, you know, I might get my feelings hurt. But it doesn't necessarily affect my social standing. Right. Where, with Kurds, it could, not necessarily just for Wasta, like, there are other reasons too. But there's this kind of, like, hey, I did you this favor, I helped you find a taxi. And so now the next time I need something from you, you owe it to me. Yeah. And it's not like money even. Like it's not, it's not based around money at all. It's more social. I think my favorite and simplest um, example of this is like students who would come up to me and be like, miss, you look really nice today. Your (laughs) hair is so beautiful. Let me clean the board for you. Don't tire yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Can you tell me what questions are going to be on the quiz? Like, (laughs) it's just that rapid, and it's like, you're not good at this. You've still got some of the finesse of real WASTA to learn. Right, and so there are things like that that you kind of, like, pick up on immediately, but it's the subtle, the subtle things. Eventually they learn, and, I mean, if you're watching for it, you still can catch it. 
They, mm -hmm. they leave a little better gap between the, the favor and the request. Yeah. Which sometimes made me reluctant to accept favors from people, mm -hmm. but being both a single female and a non, like, non-native to the culture, to some extent you kind of have to accept favors because yeah. that's the only way you're going to get something done. But you just have to remember that for each one of those favors, you essentially owe something in return. Right. Something, sometimes it's not necessarily something that you want to give because it's not, I do this for you and there's defined parameters right. of what I will be expecting. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not next necessarily tit for tat. Um, you know, somebody could help me arrange a taxi ride, and then my return for that is like I help them grade their midterm tests. That's not necessarily the same thing. Or it could be I have like a trip that I'm going on. It's expected that I'm going to invite them to come with me. Like it could be a or wide variety of stuff. Now they want you to change their son or daughter's grade in or the your kid class. That they tutor. Or the kid that they tutor. Yes. And so sometimes, you know, there are times where we, you know, say yes because that's the way the the social grease that mm -hmm. makes everything flow and run and, you know, the favors get traded and sometimes can, you have to say no. And I feel like it's couched in a like, can you can you just help help them with this? Not a can you change their grade, but like can you just help them? Help them. Help them a little bit. Yes, we realize all the grades have been turned in already. Can you help them get a better grade? I feel like I don't want to be super negative about Wasta cuz I see it's... the ways that it helps society work, but I also see the the moments where, like, as a fairness and justed, justice-minded person, I could be like, no, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is wrong. So you kind of have to play the game and play the balance of, like, how far are you willing to let things go? And, like, what's your hard line of, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing this. Well, and I felt like that was, again, something that was hard for my Kurdish friends to navigate and figure out at first. Mm -hmm. But once they got to know me and like where my moral lines were or where my, I'm doing this because it is actually best for the student lines. Right. You know, once we'd had some of those conversations and they understood where my lines were, they set their expectations correctly with me Yeah, and it worked fine. Yes. And the ones that um, were more used to working with Westerners, understood that we didn't understand WASTA. Right. And so they would, like, <laughs> do things for us as a favor and just be like, it's fine. Like, it is not a big deal. I have no expectations that you're going to, like, do anything for me in return. And I think I had a couple Kurdish friends that I was like, okay, yes, I can ask you for something. Because I'm a good person, I will do something in exchange for it. But there's not that, like, social obligation of, like, now they're going to come to me in three months and be like, remember that one time that I helped you with this thing? <laughs> now is when I'm calling in my favor. Just the same way as, you know, with any sort of relationship, even in the United States, like, there is that sense of, if I'm always helping you out and you're never doing anything back for me, it's a one-sided friendship and, you know, maybe I'm enabling you to... Mm -hmm be a lazy bum or whatever right. that is and we would still look down on that even in our culture right 
it's just a little more clearly defined mm -hmm. in Kurdish culture. Yeah. It also made me be really careful about causing trouble for other people. Mm -hmm. I feel like I always double, triple, and quadruple checked with like, is it really okay for me to do this? Because I know that if it's not okay and you're going to have to like use some of your wasta with this person to help yeah. me solve my problem then I, you owe them, and I owe you, and, like, it's not just inconveniencing me at this point. The wasta kind of gets passed down the chain. And that, I think, is something that I don't always experience so much in the United States. Right. Is that, that chain wasta. Because instead of going straight to the person that maybe can, like, is the person who would really solve that problem, mm -hmm. you can go to somebody who knows somebody who knows them. Or, like, has more of a connection. Yeah. So if you can get the person who is closest to them, you could get to the person with the most wasta, the most connection, the most social capital, then you are more likely to get whatever it is accomplished that you need accomplished. Yeah. And it was interesting to see that play out with students, where they, the classroom as a whole would try to figure out who your favorite students were as a teacher. <laughs> yeah. And then whenever they wanted something, they would send that student to you to ask you about it. Because they knew that, like, they're your favorite. So if anyone is going to get told, it's going to be them. Right. Which is why I always had secret favorites. <laughs> like, I played it back by being like, oh yeah, outwardly, it seems like this student is my favorite student. But really, it's the quiet kid in the back of class that, like, we have secret conversations because <laughs> he doesn't want people to know, like, that how much we get along because friendship. he doesn't want them to ask him to ask me for favors. <laughs> and so it was always like, yes, yes, child, I know you think you're my favorite, but it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> also, I know exactly what is going on. So. Yeah, I figured this out. I think that the, wa the wasta can apply in all sorts of realms and areas and it's assumed that it will always work mm -hmm. and so like I remember I talked to a Kurdish family once and the dad was telling me that yeah he liked having friends in uh, different religions and so he had friends that were Zoroastrian and friends that were Christian and friends that were uh, I think he even had some like Hindu or Buddhist friends uh -huh. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I really like having friends in all these different religions because that way, when Judgment Day comes, no matter what religion is the right one, I'll have wasa with whoever <laughs> is the right religion, uh -huh. and they'll they'll talk to their god and, right. and let me in. They'll advocate for me. Right. It was funny oh, to me man. because in some ways, that's actually how Christianity works. Yes. We have wasa with Jesus. Right. <laughs> but... Not because we've done anything. But not because of, yeah, any sort of favors, but, like, we know who to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. And it does work in most of their, their world. Um, I remember one time I was having a really hard time getting my visa renewed, and we couldn't really figure out why. And, like, it was taking months. Mm. And I, like, got called into the Asaish office and, like had to do this, like, full-on interview with the mm. internal security people. I was just like, I, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I've been living yeah. in Kurdistan for 
four years, I think, at that point. It was one of those circumstances where, like, the principal of the school knew that one of the parents of one of the kids in, like, third grade was a commander with the internal security forces. And so he brought him and me into his office at one point and was just like, just tell him what is going on. And so I told him, like, all the steps I had been through. And he was like, let me make a phone call. And, like, walked out of the office, made a phone call, came back in and said, your visa will be ready for you tomorrow. (laughs) And, like, I was just like, oh, what did my principal promise you to make that happen? Like, how is this going to be paid back? And so from that point on, I was just like, anytime that principal was like, hey, Miss Hannah, could you help out with this? I'd be like, yes. Yes. Because I know that you did something to help that work. And so now I just owe you everything. (laughs) Um, But that's a very Kurdish way of thinking. Like, yeah, Americans, I mean, you wouldn't, as an American, look at that, what he had done as his loss. Mm -hmm. You would look at the the guy who made the phone call and think you needed to pay up to him. Right. But really, the river... The river flows in a chain. And I feel like there's some expectation of that in, like, the business realm in the U.S. Mm. But I don't feel like it's something we come across, like, in our normal day-to-day relationships. Like, even if one of my teammates had a conflict with one of the national teachers, the national teacher wouldn't go to them with the conflict. They would come to me and say, hey, this thing happened. Can you tell me what's going on? Can you help it? Can you, like, apologize? It was almost never apologize, but can you just, like, talk to them for me? And the newer team members would be like, why didn't they come to me with this? Why are they bringing you into this? Like, because as Americans, we have that expectation of, like, if you have a problem with me, you will talk to me about it. Right, but that Kurdish teacher is looking at you and going... I have more wasta with Hannah. Mm-hmm. Also, I know Hannah better. Right. Like, she's going to be able to explain to me the weird American cultural thing that's happening mm-hmm. and not freak out at me about it. Right. And she also has more of a relationship with that other American teacher, so she's got more wasta with her or him mm-hmm. and is able to kind of, like, smooth the way and make everything okay again, which from time to time was frustrating for me because I don't like to be in that position. Nobody really likes being in the middle. Because if it doesn't get all smoothed out, I feel responsible for it. Mm -hmm. Even though the Kurdish friend would not hold me responsible for it necessarily. Right. They might. If you had said, no, I won't do anything, then they would hold you responsible. Mm -hmm. But if you try and you can't make it work out, they're not going to blame you. Right. The other funny place that Wasta ends up throwing in some strange bits and pieces are in the giving of gifts and the accepting of gifts. Even the giving of compliments. And the giving of compliments. So, like, you always had to be really careful about what you complimented. And as females, Mm -hmm. like, even there, like, there are lots of compliments given on appearance. And I found that you had to compliment really carefully because if you said, wow, those are really beautiful earrings, Mm -hmm. like, the next thing you know, she's taking them off and handing them to you. Right. 
or you get a little box at your desk at the teachers in the teacher's office and you open it up and it's like the scarf that she was wearing yesterday yeah yeah that's happened to me <laughs> and you're like wait no I didn't actually want it I mean and I've heard of some others that were like more expensive like commenting on a piece of art mm -hmm. in somebody's house or something like that and so I learned fairly quickly I also got chickens that way um <laughs> like oh they're so cute here have them no please no no please 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 you must take them <laughs> um thank you I don't mm. right um you, you learn very quickly to say wow that scarf looks really beautiful with your hair mm -hmm. or the earrings match your face or your outfit really well. Like, well, you're just, you're, you always look so put together. Yeah. Like, generally, the clothes that you choose are good for you. For you. Like, your skill in how you have put, you know, whatever it is onto your person, mm -hmm. your skill is fantastic. Right. Uh, I did have one, one Kurdish teacher that I, I ended up having a pretty good relationship with. She was wonderful um and we started being friends because i commented on how much i loved her hair she had this beautiful curly like deep auburn hair mm. it was it's probably the most magnificent hair i've ever seen and i just walked up to her today and i was like i really love your hair <laughs> and she was like thank you and she told me like two years later when you first said that to me i thought she wants something from me. But oh, you no. never asked me for anything. And I asked you for four favors, and you have never asked me for anything. What can I do for you? And ah. I was like, no, we're friends. Like, I don't want anything from you. And she just looked at me. She was like, I love Americans. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, well, okay, not all Americans, but, but okay. that's true. Right. Like, Wasta, sometimes if you... You know, so often we work to play within the boundaries of the cultural expectations. Mm -hmm. But there are times when playing outside of those boundaries, like not behaving according to the expectations of that right. cultural thing, can be really sweet mm -hmm. and really, like, beneficial. And, you know, I found that every time one of the teachers would come and ask me for what does this word mean or how does this say that, like, I was always really happy to help. Yeah. And it because I didn't expect anything from them in return for that, like they were more willing to come to me with those same problems, right. you know? Yeah, and I think that's true for relationships with students too. When you didn't return WASTA for like them being really nice to you or taking you out to dinner or coming over to your house and you treated them exactly the same as everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, initially, the students are like, this is not how this works. They're frustrated. You're being unfair. And it's like, am I, though? And you get to the end of the year, and you have a kid walk up to you and just be like, thank you. Like, I never felt like you didn't like me. Mm -hmm. Even though, like, my family's poor and I can't invite you out to eat or, you know, invite you to my house... I never felt like you liked me less because of it. And it was like, yeah, yeah, because I don't care. And so the, the respect that you can get for being really fair and not mm -hmm. caring about, you know, which kid is the more politically connected or whatever, which half the time was because I didn't even know. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know which kid is connected politically. Your last name tells me nothing. Yeah. 
Sorry, I don't pick up on those social cues. <laughs> yeah. I had a kid tell me once, like, you have, like, he was mad about me not letting him turn in an assignment late. And I was, he was like, do you know who my father is? And I was like, I don't care. You're the one who didn't do the work. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure your father would agree with me. And he was just like, hey. <laughs> like, I could tell the look on his face was like, wait a minute, you're not afraid of me because of this? And I was just like, I, I mean, the worst thing that could happen is that they kick me out of this country. And that really isn't going to hurt me that much. Like, I'll be sad. I can go home to my family. <laughs> like, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to navigate those things. And, I mean, you, you make mistakes. And uh -huh. you screw up. And you have some broken relationships along the way. But you learn from each one of those things. And so the next time it comes up, you recognize it mm -hmm. a little bit more. After you've been given those earrings the first time, mm -hmm. you you don't get any more after that. Yep. Yeah. And, and it also works to re-gift them back. It does. <laughs> yes. You can always return, return them, them in, a, in a nice way. Yes. Without being like, I don't like these. <laughs> um, I actually saw one of the teachers wear a pair of earrings, like, for a whole day, and then be like, thank you so much for letting me wear these. I really enjoyed it, but I think they look better on your face. And, like, Smooth. gift them back at the end of the day. That was is like, yes! That's, like, expert level. Expert level Wasta. Yeah, for sure. The other thing that I think is funny about Wasta is that the Kurdish word Wasta is also very close to the Kurdish word Wusta. And they mean completely different things. Um, but I had a friend who was hanging out with a male friend who was hanging out with some guys that were doing Wusta, which is like the plaster on the walls oh, that they then yeah. paint over. And he was telling one of our other friends, is like, yeah, these guys, you know, they, they put the Wusta and like carrying on with the conversation. And this Kurdish guy was like looking at him. He was like, how do you owe Wasta? to, like, these, like, low-level laborers. Like, what have they done for you? What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't owe them this much wasta because he wasn't saying it quite right. Quite right. And so, finally, this friend was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you know, the stuff on the walls. And he was like, oh, wasta, not wasta. <laughs> Different thing. At language, language is a big part of communication and understanding, which is why the first time you run into something like Wasta and you're like, wait, what is that? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he has a lot of Wasta. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. Um, and even, like, you miss out on some Wasta by not understanding the conversation that's happening around you mm -hmm. because sometimes the conversation is happening around you because they know that you can help with it. Right. But they're not going to come right out and ask you to ask help you with to it. Help. But you should step in and offer to help. But you don't you know that because you can't pick up on the, like, subtle undertones. But speaking of language, uh, we are going to have our friend Steve come in in a couple weeks and talk to us about Kurdish language, which I'm really excited about. He knows so much. So much. Is studying, like, the grammar of Kurdish. The deep and, like, grammar. <laughs> he's, he's way into it. So if you guys have questions about... Kurdish, or even just, like, language learning, uh, I think Steve and, and Colleen and I, to some extent, can help you out with that. 
um, make sure to send us an email or Facebook message. What's the best email? Hannah at servantgroup.org. Yeah. Two H's, two N's, two A's. Yeah. Send me an email. I will add it to our question list for Steve. Um, I guess you could also contact us on Facebook. We're Servant Group International. Or Instagram. We're trying to come up with questions for him and... We need your help, so help us out. There are so many things we could talk about, but... Right, we don't want to be too much of language nerds about it, though. (laughs) Ooh, maybe I can teach them my favorite Kurdish phrase. That would be fun. Yeah. It's a little rude. I'm excited about it. (laughs) Hannah! (laughs) Hey, my high schoolers shout it to me. That is not the way to learn language. You gotta be careful about those kids. (laughs) We'll talk to Steve about the best way. You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram or on our website at servantgroup.org. Yeah, and if you have a question that we haven't answered yet, send us an email or Facebook message. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. subjunctive of Uh this particular verb. Right, because I would fall asleep during that podcast.